the home buyer's course said always look inside the house before buying. Well, there it is. Please don't tell anyone how I live. Hello and welcome to episode 170 of After All This Time Always with me, your host, Mr. Tom Toll. Me, Mr. Patrick Holland. And some say he's the Harry Kane of the podcast. Yes, mm. he spent the summer going on about being English and he's not turning up for work. It's producer Joe Power. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's yeah. good. That's nice. Tom, I like you. You're, you're a good guy. <laughs> Thanks, pals. <laughs> How are you, Pat? How am I? I'm very good, man. It's good to see you again. It's good to have you back. We obviously mm. missed you. Thank you. Welcome um, home. We missed we missed all three of us, or, or we missed both of us uh, two weeks ago, and we missed you last week. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's good to have you back. How are you? Yeah, uh, I'm okay. Um, for full disclosure to the listener, uh, two weeks ago, um, my uncle Luke uh, died, so it's not been the easiest. It's been very weird. This is the first time I've ever really properly. I've been quite lucky in my life in that. The gaps between losing people are quite sort of large. Um, so I was like zero. I was like two weeks old when my nan died. Two years old when my other nan died. So I don't. I haven't really got that sort of uh, mm. memory of sort of grieving. When I was sixteen, my granddad passed away, but I was very much. It was like right in the throes of like A levels, and mm. Um, mm. so I, I kind of just threw myself in. This is the first time I've had a death that's really affected me, and that I've had time to sort of process it and grieve it and it's obviously it's my uncle luke who um has always been there yeah you know uh ever since i was a kid he looked after us when my mum went to work uh and then what was nice is that in his later years we got to look after him so it was a real sort of um mm. symbiotic relationship really mm. um and it was a shock we he went into hospital he wasn't feeling too good but it wasn't that he was receiving end-of-life care so it was a shock receiving that phone call on the morning um, and then having to sort of reveal, sort of tell Elsa the mm, past because yeah. that was something that was um, tricky. Uh, <clears throat> she was devastated, obviously. Uh, and it, even even in the throes of sort of telling her, I was saying things and going, oh, this is this is good dadding, Tom. Um, I, said to, I said to her, like, you know, I am absolutely, I'm very, very sad that he's gone, but I'm very, very happy that he was here. Mm. Um you know, it was it was stuff like that, and I was thinking that's a good line. Um, that is good, Daddy. Yeah, pat mm. on the back. Well done, Tom. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, so yeah, it was like a bit of a week of um, a week of like sort of getting over, like clearing my head, and and then yeah, then sort of now slowly, sort of getting back to normal. But um, yeah, it was, it's another couple of weeks till the funeral, so uh, mm. that'll be that'll be a hard day. But um, yeah. But yeah, you guys, you guys battled on and um, uh, produced two shows. Well, Joe's Joe, show. Joe produced two shows. Joe produced a show last uh, two weeks ago, which was that was that was something. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> then you two, then you two uh, really tested the patience of people. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you were proper. Yeah, like there is. Uh, you know, I think I think you guys tested patients more than Nazi war doctors. Um, it really, 
That's a good joke. He had that. He had that locked and loaded. <laughs> you know, I was trying to remember. I was trying to remember the name of the guy who um, in X Men Two tested on Wolverine, but couldn't remember his name. All I had oh, was Brian Cox. Striker, William Striker. There you go. Uh, you tested patience more than William Striker, um, but I couldn't. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I mean, last week was yeah. You you guys. Uh, how long did that last uh, section go on for? It was maybe five minutes. Well, look. Here's the thing, Tom. I d- I don't listen to it, mate. I d- I take the I take the the jingle because uh, that's in that's in the jingles file. Copy, paste, however many times I pasted it, I don't know. Yeah, and then... I, d- I had to skip it. Bounce, like, oh. upload. <laughs> yeah, I had to skip it. I, I'll do honest. I did get the, the thing at the end, the password at the end, but it was only through skipping. I t- um, I tell you fair what, play to, to anyone who sat through that. Well, anyone, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, we've got a few and we'll, we'll come to them later, but I've, I've got um, an early peeve with myself. Oh, um, oh. Because it was Tom, it was only because you highlighted earlier that oh, a bunch of people have got in touch to say that they'd uh, listened, um, and then I f- I'd forgotten that about a month ago you changed the the password on the email because we'd had uh, a breach of security. Yeah. I did not then change the password on my phone. So I the reason we haven't read emails out in like a month is because I haven't had them. I haven't just I haven't looked. Yeah. They haven't been on my phone. So I'm sorry to everyone that's emailed in, but we will... Uh, I'll read out... I'll read out something later, I'm sure. But, but who uh, wants to hack this show? I was going to say, who, who breached our security? Look, who's <coughs> doing that? This is, this is some sensitive... What are they getting out of there? <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing for you here. There's 20 emails all saying jam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like they're coming in like like I feel like my response to to the people trying to hack our emails is just going please don't tell people how I live <laughs> like, like Lenny Lenny <laughs> I think we need more more um, pointless passwords and they're not they're not pointless they're literally not pointless because you get points if you say um, the password but I think we need more nonsense words just emailed into the inbox so that any hackers oh it's God. a great way of trolling them like there oh, is yeah, nothing yeah, yeah. for you here. But but a waste of your own time. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to decode what jam means. <laughs> I mean, we'll, yeah, we'll get we'll get to the emails uh, later. But yeah, so uh, so Pat, how how has your week been, mate? Uh, my my week's been my week's been good. I actually, I I've been so busy lately that, and this has happened on quite a few episodes. You'll ask me how my week was, and I won't really remember, but I'll remember something from the previous week. And in the following week, you asked me how my week was, and I won't remember, but I'll remember something from the previous week. Um, and I did remember something. I, I talked a bit about going down to Eastbourne and, and the fun we had. But yeah. I've completely forgot to mention that, you know, at the arcades, you know, the Toy Story, the Claw yeah. um, game. I won something on the Claw. No. I won a little group. And um, oh, it's it's in the house, but Tom, if you think Elsa would like it, it it is hers. Oh, bless you! Well, that's given that Joe sent his uh, birthday present to Elsa. Mm. Uh, finally, <laughs> <laughs> which was a rocket. Ah, rocket raccoon. Yeah. So it would it would match up with um, Rocket and Groot. Okay, yeah, it's a little cuddly Groot, and he's holding oh. the awesome mix volume two. Uh, oh, cool. So oh. yeah, we'll have to work out getting that down to you somehow. Yeah. Um, well, she she um I think Groot's in the, her top three characters at the minute, which is currently 
Gamora Black Widow group. Oh, lovely oh, stuff. That's a, that's, that's a strong, yeah, that's a strong lineup. That's a strong starting three. It's a strong lineup, yeah. Quick, yeah. quick in defense of Joe. Uh, I, di- I, I didn't send it, I, I dropped it round, and I didn't know Elsa wasn't going to be there. So just, yeah. just a quick. I was waiting to yeah. see Elsa, and then I didn't know, and Elsa wasn't so. Yeah. That, that, was, that, that was the new segment. In defence of Joe. <laughs> in defence of Joe. <laughs> but not the worst thing he's done in his life, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then this past weekend was a lot of fun. I was at a house party for the first time in what feels like forever um, that our friend Charlotte was throwing, and that was a, that was a great night. It was neon-themed. And um, I, I turned up in a, uh, a black turtleneck that mm. pretty much anyone who saw me wearing it agreed I have not got the the head for a turtleneck. Like, there are very few people <laughs> that do. Fassbender, Michael Fassbender looks good in a turtleneck. And turtleneck, the yeah. animated character Archer looks good in a turtleneck. Yeah. But other than that, I don't oh. think many... I don't think many people... Eric Eric Christian Olsen from Not Another Team Movie looks good in a turtleneck. Does it? I, 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 think, I, think, I think it requires a, a square jaw. Mm, yeah. Which I do not have. When you say people agreed with you, did you? Was that your opening gambit? Like, look how I bad look, I look terrible. <laughs> look at this. Like, yeah. Look at this. <laughs> no, it was it was leaving the house. Um, housemate Jack regularly pointed out how terrible I looked, and it was it was checking with other people. They all they all agreed, and I saw my reflection. I agreed, but the, my reasoning was it's a neon party, so I want to wear something black that I don't mind getting neon paint on because there's going to be neon paint there for people to put right, like designs right, and crap right. on their faces and on their clothes so i've had this black turtleneck for about five years we wore it to the rugby sevens when it was a space themed dress-up instruction mm. you know they have every year at the sevens it was like this year it's safari themed and we all went as different animals or i went as a hunter um mm. the year it was space themed we went as the star wars cantina band so we yeah. had all black turtlenecks and for some reason, I never threw it away. And when I was thinking, what shall I wear to this party? I was like, the turtleneck. I really do not mind if that gets ruined. In fact, I kind of hope it does. So <laughs> I painted a little yellow smiley face on it. And, um, and I said, this is the only smile I'm going to bring to the party. <laughs> uh, <that's>... <laughs> <laughs> but we all had a very good time. And then on Sunday... Uh, I went and saw Russell Howard in Portsmouth, uh, Portsmouth with my girlfriend. That's right. Oh, cool. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Who do you think you I'm going to? The, who do you think I've been going to the movies and and trips to Eastbourne <laughs> with? Yeah, that's right. I didn't think it'd be Russell Howard. <laughs> <laughs> so full of energy. How, was he? Was he? Uh, was watch he the movie, Russell. Come on. <laughs> Was he? Was it? How was he? Was he good? He he was good. It was nice to be. It was nice to see comedy in in a environment like that again, like a big environment. There was something like nineteen hundred mm. people there. Um, he obviously had a lot of uh, a lot of the. Sh- it was a show he was meant to be doing two years ago, and mm. he's worked COVID into it quite well. Uh, okay. And and yeah, it was like if you if you like like he's not like my favorite comedian, but. I always, I always enjoy when I see him. I always enjoy him. Tom Tolsman. Tom Tolsman. <laughs> um, 
I would always enjoy like a little bit of the good news, and I'd appreciate his his um, more cheerful interludes on Mock the Week compared to. I, I, I've got a huge mm. appreciation for Frankie Boyle bringing the mood down and Russell Howard lifting the mood back up. It's a nice balance. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was a, it was a really nice evening. And and that's basically it. And then yesterday was work and today was work and here we are now. So, Joe, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy Pat's interludes. I, lo- I, I love that whole story about, you know, you're getting ready to leave, being told by others that you look bad mm. and you're checking yourself in the mirror doing the classic Pat Saturday night mirror check sigh leave the house <laughs> routine yeah. it really was but the only thing worse is I tried to roll the turtleneck down that looks even worse no that, that boy's got to be up but I just don't have the I don't know if I don't have the frame for it do you need a particular frame do the shoulders need to be... I'm quite hunched and there's nothing attractive yeah, about a hunch in a turtleneck <laughs> Always said that. Always said it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, my week was uh, yeah lovely. Thank you, mate. Um, had a lovely weekend. Very chill. Didn't go to the neon party. Couldn't make that. Uh, had uh, curry and games uh, with some other friends, which was really really nice. Uh, watched a lot of Olympics. Been walking around, kicking things, shouting taekwondo, and getting two points or you know three points for a headshot. Five points of a spinning kick. Mm-hmm. I'm an expert in Taekwondo now, guys. That's my new thing. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, Olympics has taken over my brain an awful lot. Did you see the uh, the BMX freestyle? I saw a little bit of it. Yes. But uh, only a little bit. But I'm, I'm, I'm seeing... I've been so busy that I've barely seen any of this Olympics. And I'm a, I'm a little annoyed about that. And I'm hoping there's going to be, like, an epic two-hour highlights at the end where I can see oh, all those key moments. Like, I saw a bit of... I saw a little bit today for 10 minutes while I was having lunch. Well, the guys spin round on the pole. What's that? They're not pole dancing. But what's that pole that they spin round on? Oh, I just, I just realised my original thing was Joe is going to be the Max Whitlock of the podcast because he pummels a horse. But <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely um, pummeling that horse. I've not seen much live, but I saw the British women uh, hockey team win the penalty shootout. Like, oh, that was yesterday. good. No one's getting past really that good. keeper. No, that keeper was so good. Um, what's that? Hinch. Was the Hinch. Keeper. Yeah, you're not getting past yeah. Hinch. You're not getting past Hinch. But um, but a lot of I've I've like you, Pat. I don't, I've not watched a lot live, but I've caught up with um, sort of YouTube and the the highlight packages. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, go just go, honestly go on go on iPlayer and watch the uh, the women's BMX freestyle from the other mm, night because so it's like it's Hollywood. It's absolutely like, yeah. so. The British rider goes on. Immedi- like, almost immediately comes off the bike, attempting a trick that no one has ever landed in a competition before. And then her second run... Oh, it's, it's a What's flipping the trick? movie, mate. What? It's so good. It, it's like a, uh, it's well, like a backwards... Three, it's like a backflip, but also a 360, I think. Something like that. But also the American Hannah Roberts that she was facing was deemed sort of uh, not... Everyone, she was going to win... Oh yeah, yeah, she was deemed. Yeah, the, 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 winner the commentators were saying they're battling for silver now. Yeah. Right. Oh, it was incredible. And I think they even said they even said now what's she gonna on her second run? Obviously, she can go flat out try and get a gold, or she could play it safe, not do that trick that no one's ever tri- and maybe maybe get a bronze or a silver. Yeah. But she goes for it, and oh, it's my, uh, it's so good. Well, she'd have she'd have, she'd have hated herself if she never tried. 
She'd always yeah, be exactly. wondering what what if I could have, you know. She wouldn't exactly. have been able to live with that. So... Have I missed the skateboarding? Oh, the, there was there was uh, some skateboarding some. last week, and there's some more. I think there's some more tonight in the morning. Well, like three in the morning, I think. I, th- I imagine my wife will want to watch the skateboard. She's a big fan of Sky Brown, who's on at one forty two. She's she's the twelve year old, isn't she? Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen. So yeah. sorry, 12, sorry, 12, mate. Twelve when she made the team. She's since had a birthday. Yeah. Yes. We're we're experts on kids here. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I saw um, I saw today uh, Suicide Squad, the new Suicide Squad. Mm. What are your feelings? Uh, my feelings are thus. I thought uh, for the first forty five minutes, I was like, "This is the film that that first trailer all those years ago, the Bohemian Rhapsody trailer." I thought this is the film that that promised. Okay. It then tailed off, but <clears> I think <throat> of all the the DC films since the Dark Knight trilogy, it's Probably the best one. It's a lot of fun. I said that to Pat. I said it's got one of my favourite beginnings to a movie ever. Mm. That beginning oh, yeah. I loved. I thought like, it was just the, like everything at the start was so good. Yeah. Like that first forty-five minutes, even the relationship between um, John Cena and Idris Elba. I mean, that tails off at the end. Like it doesn't. It, but that at the start, you, it was like um, Dwayne Johnson and. Um, Jason, Jason Statham. Statham. It was it was that sort of dynamic that I was yeah. really enjoying. Cena uh, was a lot of fun. He lot was fun. a lot of fun. It's a it's a good fi- like yeah. The, there's some good lines in it, and also what they've good what they've done because uh, I was talking to Pat about this earlier because it's sort of the comparisons with um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy are un- unavoidable because it's James Gunn. Like a lot of the characters are quite similar. You know, like the shark is kind of like the group character. Mm. But it's it it has got it so like because it's basically it's done the DC thing of making all the violence very gratuitous and it does yeah. work sometimes it's a bit too gratuitous even for me but that's yeah. where it's sort of like carving out its niche. Oh, it's like, this gone, is going to be the overly bloody franchise. I didn't realize they'd gone down the overly bloody route. I thought they were oh, still yeah. marketing oh. to kids, so it's it's like Deadpool levels of violence. This is this is yeah. This film's yeah, a fifteen, yeah. and it's for, it's from like the first minute. It's you um, you know that it's going to be gory. Okay. There were parts of the movie I was like, oh, it'd be great to show this to Elsa, and then I was like, no, I can't. No, you like, cannot show that film to Elsa at all. It's too much. <laughs> she she would lo- she. There were parts of that movie she would absolutely love. Mm. Um, oh yeah. But it's, yeah, there's too much too much um, blood and gore. Um, yeah, even yeah, even to the much. point where I know it's like CGI, but I, even I was like wincing a little bit. Yeah. Sometimes the sound. Some of it, some of it's too too grim. A well time, uh, well time squelch. Movie. Can uh, can really yeah, be quite real squelch. There's yeah. a yeah. I mean, I, don't, I, don't, I think I think you should go see it, Pat. And I think you. Uh, I want to go see it. I want to like go it. see it. I need I need um, time. I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed Spirit or Space Jam: The New Legacy. Oh, uh, was... talk me through. Yeah, talk my, me through uh, Space Jam. I hear it's. I hear it's not. Uh, not. It's. I hear it's long. Space Jam is long, really unnecessarily long. Mm. Um, and just yeah, like ties itself up, ties itself up in knots. Really, really. Um, it takes a long time for them to get to Bugs Bunny and the the gang. Right. Mm. Um, it's very yeah. It's just not that great. It's just really. It's quite boring in places and just um, it feels like it was written 20 years ago or this script has been because there's so many Matrix references because obviously Warner Brothers own the Matrix that you think, yeah. well, 
obviously they've been planning this for a long time. They've already, there's Matrix references and then there's Harry Potter references, but it's only reference whereas the Matrix actually becomes like there's like a quite a a, a big set piece involved in the Matrix. You know, well that's that must have been written twenty years ago. Or um, or is it Warner's like uh, trying to synergize and they've got a new Matrix coming out this year? Maybe, but it just have felt they, like. Ha, have they got a streaming was, platform coming out? Well, their HBO Max is basically there. Oh right, okay. Well, they they it, ah, so that explains why they also feature in the background a bunch of Game of Thrones characters. Mm. Yes, yeah. So because it's they, HBO Max, they, this now all makes sense to me. It just made me think, like you know, when Pixar do a joke do, and Disney do a joke for the mums and dads. It felt like there was too yeah. much for the mums and dads. There was like no one. That's. Well, yeah, I, I was, that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. Ever since Emma, yeah. you, you told us once that you were showing Elsa some Looney Tunes and she was just like, <laughs> who, are the, who are these people? And it blew my mind that a kid didn't know who Bugs Bunny was. Yeah. But then ever since well, I've heard that, I've been thinking, who is this new Space Jam for? Is it for yeah. the, the nostalgia addicts who love the old one 20 years ago? Is there, there's clearly not like a, a beloved audience or, or an audience like desperate for mm. new Bugs Bunny content. So who is this for? I yeah I I just think that this has been must have been in developmental hell for years and years and years. Yeah, I bet. Um, I wonder if there was ever another star attached to it. Because mm. um, I know there's he's the, not great acting either. It's just a bit. I know um, there's another joke. And sorry if this is a spoiler, Pat. I'm assuming you don't care too much about spoilers. I don't really care about spoilers. I will see the movie, but I probably won't pay to see it. I don't care about spoilers. There's a bit. There's a bit other I was I was told about uh, where and also I don't know who any of this is for because this is for children and especially English children. I don't think most English children really know who LeBron James is, and then they go, "We've got Michael Jordan," and yeah. the reveal mm. is that it's Michael B. Jordan, and yeah. I don't think Michael B. Jordan's even that popular with kids. He's been in mostly adult things, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was in that really crappy like, Fantastic Four. Elsa, yeah, Elsa, Elsa was a big fan of The Wire, I know that time. <laughs> yeah, Elsa got excited because Don Cheadle was in it. And was like, Right, because he's in Marvel films, right, yeah. So she was like, it's War Machine. But yeah, and then when we got out, she was. She said, oh, I really enjoyed that bit. But it was the very end bit. I really enjoyed where... when we left. <laughs> no, it was the very end bit where Bugs Bunny was doing And I was like, there's just so little Bugs Bunny in this movie. That's right. a shame. So I think. I think. Yeah. He. He. He is really scaled down. Do we like, get? Um, do we get another? Yeah. Uh, Bill Murray. No. 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 Yeah, um, sure, you get sure. NBA all stars who I didn't, didn't have a clue who any of them were. Um, right. We should make our own Space yeah. Jam. Space Jam. <laughs> but also, uh, there's no reason for it to be Space Jam because it's not aliens. Say, say it properly. <laughs> No, Space no, that, that's that one. Space Jam, and we'll have like Space Jam. It's all set cameos in from like Michael's Corner and Ross, the yeah. second best guy at art. In Michael a, in Jordan's our Corner. Um, yeah, <laughs> it Yeah, the yeah the, uh, the the animation just won't be quite as good because <laughs> no. Ross has done it, <laughs> <laughs> or I've done it, and the animation will just won't be finished. <laughs> the movie will just stop halfway through and then we'll just play the Steptoe and Sons theme to fill, <laughs> fill time. <laughs> <laughs> to get it to the length that it needs to be to meet Oscar requirements. <laughs> I can imagine submitting it. <laughs> Someone's got to watch it. Oh my... 
They're like, how, 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 how what do you mean it's got no nominations? Did you watch the whole thing? I don't think you saw <laughs> if I don't you think you watched forwarded, all of it. That's not really judging the whole film on its merits. No, exactly. Now, <laughs> on that note, guys, males here. <laughs> now, we. Right, so we, we had a, a lot of jams come through. So, that, uh, Pat, I will tell you separately how many points we need to be, uh, we need to be giving out. Oh, excellent. Um, and then I'll give an update on the house tally next week. I know I've been promising it for stuff. a while, but once the jam count is done, I'll so give an update yeah, on house tally. We've got a fair week. few for, for jam. Uh, Stephen, uh, wonderful Stephen, uh, who is. Uh, who made the, the compilation of the Bio Guys and all? You know, you you know who Stephen is. Yeah. Uh, he says, uh, "I will admit, when I heard you say you were going to play the really long joke jingle, I muttered for fuck's sake and pressed my skip forward thirty seconds button several times. I hope that doesn't disqualify me. Do I get points for honesty? I hope you're doing well and thank you for continuing to entertain us. And even now, life is starting to get hectic again. Thanks, Stephen. Uh, go back and listen. You might you might hear." A little secret message in there, if you uh, don't skip forward. You, you, you might you not. There's no secret message. You, 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 you might, in fact, not even you might not, you definitely will not. You won't, I didn't put anything in it. <laughs> Do go back and have a check, Stephen. Enjoy. <laughs> uh, Lupin also uh, sent a lovely jam to us. Oh, um, thanks, Lupin. Um, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then she says, and cream before jam. Is the way for I love, I love them. then just continued to say jam instead of jam as well. Like, <laughs> she had a jam sandwich and stuff. <laughs> oh, it's it's really that has really tickled me. But and uh, big sorry to uh, Lauren. Uh, you emailed uh, like a long time ago, but I, I've only just caught up on emails now. But I really like this because uh, she sent a really long one in, and it's really quite sweet. Uh, Lauren says, uh, hi guys, Lauren, uh, from the married couple, husband doesn't like Harry Potter, you remember, you remember, you remember. Um, but he worked, he worked at, um, one of, yeah, he, he helped with Warner the Warner stuff, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, Lauren here, uh, I've been loving life since the restrictions on cinemas have been lifted and have been going as much as possible to make up for a year without the big screen, same. Uh, I also wanted to email because something magical has happened. When I was pregnant, I told my husband that I couldn't wait until the baby was old enough so we could introduce him to Harry Potter and turn him into a Harry Potter geek like me. Fast forward six and a half years and it's finally happened. During the Easter holidays, I decided to re-watch the films as they were showing on ITV. And my son Max decided he wanted to stay up late and watch them with me. I thought he just wanted an excuse to stay up late, but it turns out he loved the films. We ended up watching them all we ended up watching them all over the, over Easter, and it was so special sharing the Harry Potter magic with him. It was great seeing them through his young, innocent eyes, especially as he didn't know what was coming. He made me laugh so much with all his little observations and nicknames for characters. For example, he liked to call the Dementors the sucky up guys. That's a perfect description <laughs> of the Dementors. <laughs> um, he would pick up sticks on our walks and pretend they were wands. He practiced his spells and every day he would try to get me with eat slugs and I would have to pretend I was sicking up slugs. Pretty gross, but it's worth it for his Potter enthusiasm. The films were sponsored by the Harry Potter studio tour and every ad break led to Max asking when we could go to the real Harry Potter world. As a post-lockdown restriction treat, I decided to book us tickets, including for my non-Harry Potter loving husband and we went a couple of weeks ago. 
I absolutely love the tour anyway, and have been a few times before. The only thing that made it better was seeing the excitement and joy on Max's face. Mm. In the queue, before the the start of the tour, that exciting bit, I won't spoil it, I promised my, my husband that we would try to get Max interested in something that he loved, but he said, look at him, it's too late, he's too far gone. <laughs> <laughs> he's been claimed. Oh, uh, we had the best time ever and the staff were amazing uh, and they kept pretending that Max was the real happy which made it there was the they kept, uh, the staff were amazing and kept pretending that Max was the real Harry which made him so happy oh. he enjoyed butterbeer and now Max will only drink out of his butterbeer tankard at home uh, anyway I thought you'd like to hear about our Potter adventures I hope you're all well and I'll speak to you soon. And she sent a really cute picture of Max enjoying his butterbeer with his glasses. However, she uh, dates the email uh, by saying, it's coming home, which has made me sad. <laughs> Seeing that at the end of a lovely email. Could have been talking about the Olympic medals. That's absolutely true for the... Uh, I don't know, who, who won? Who's, who was a big winner? Who was a big winner? Tom Daly. It finally came home for Tom. Yes. That was lovely. That was an emotional uh, moment. That was, that was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's uh, emails. Thank you for all your jams. Keep them coming. <laughs> Do you know what? If if you could just send email jam every week, that's always the password from yeah. here on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there won't be many more points now that it's a week gone. But fill the fill our lovely inbox with jam. Yeah, I mean, if because I think if we get like a jam around, you know, in like three months' time out of nowhere. Mm. I think I'll laugh again. Yeah, <laughs> I'll still funny. laugh. Very, fu- <laughs> very funny to go back to a joke. <laughs> to go back to an unexploded mine. Mm. Oh, it's a lovely bit of business. Very satisfying. So I've just realised that I've written the quiz this week. Mm. Oh, yeah. And what do I do when I re- write the quiz? You forget to write the snitch. Forget to write the switch. Snitch. Switch. <laughs> the switch. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest, snitch. Tom, this, this whole uh, you forgetting to write the snitch joke has been gone on for far too long. <laughs> is, that, kind of, is that a sound? I think I'd have got it by now. <sighs> I've, um, got, I've got a good one in mind, but I just need to research it. I just need to think of it. Um, no, I've got it. I've... Just do, do your research, uh, boy. Papa John's on the side, oh. and I, I, the smell was amazing, mm. but I just I couldn't do it to myself because I'd already eaten dinner, and I've, I've, I've felt sad since. Okay, guys, <laughs> here he is. Here he is. So, um, <laughs> quiz time now. You, you gotta both... leave in the I felt sad. Okay, guys. Yeah, <laughs> perfect time. <laughs> so, listen, we all know that Pat. Uh, is on Lost. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you, Pat. I've gone quite hard. But... They're tricky. They're tricky, but if you know them, you just know them. You're just not going to say anything to me because your signal's cut out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. How's that? It says your internet Uh, is unstable. Can't argue it. Is it it better now? It's very unstable, I would say, Tom, actually. Very unstable. Well, you only need me recording this, so this, it'll be fine. It's fine. It's um, fine. So, Pat. Mm. Lost. 
What week is this on Lost? Five. Uh, we should have done something for week four, actually, because it's one of the numbers. Um, maybe it is week four. I don't know. No, I think it's five. Okay, here we go. Mm. Question one. What is the highest viewed episode of Lost on first time viewing? Ooh. Now, is this um, is this a, a all of Lost question or is this a specifically lost season one was yours lost season one <laughs> but i will take i will take it <laughs> and i, I didn't will realize i thought it's just lost and i will say that it is um man of science man of faith correct <laughs> that, okay. that is stupid <laughs> that is stupid that that's stupid <laughs> Okay, question two was how many viewers did Man of Science, Man of Faith have? Oh, oh. And you can have it close to the nearest million. Um, yeah, it's, it was... Uh, I want to say 25 million. Oh, 23 million. Oh. 419,000. Okay. The original writer of the pilot, so back to season one, was yeah. Jeffrey Lieber... Mm. He changed the title of the show to what? Uh, he changed it to Lost? <laughs> or, or, no. Or was it called Lost and he changed it? It was called Lost, he changed the title. <laughs> oh. And then it was subsequently, once J.J. Uh, Abrams and uh, Lindelof were hired, they changed it back to Lost and wrote, rewrote the pilot. Oh. Um, was it? I'll give you a clue, it's a one, it's a one word. Yeah. It was it was something like deserted, or um, they they were basing it off of the the game show Survivor. They were like, imagine Survivor as a drama series. That was the like the original pitch. And again, another one word. Was it just called Survive? Nowhere. Nowhere. Okay. Who directed every single season finale? I want to say Jack Bender. Say it. Jack Bender. <laughs> <laughs> yep, correct. Uh, who is the voice that says previously on Lost? Oh. Ooh. It, is it? Is it? Here they are. Here they are. Oh. Some crazy sirens there. Yes, enjoy it. Ah, uh, it's it's between two people in my head. It's either Colton Cuse or it's um a guy named Lloyd Braun. Lloyd Braun. Lloyd Braun. Is it no Lloyd way. Braun? <laughs> Correct. The chairman. <laughs> no way. The chairman of ABC. Yeah, Lloyd Braun. He lost his job for for um picking up the show. Everyone said this is like this was like one of his passion projects, and everyone was like, "This is the most expensive pilot in TV history. We can't not pick up the show because we've spent so much money on it." But we can't keep you in a job because you've just spent so much money. Like you better pray wow. this show's a hit, and uh, right. and it was. Lloyd Bryan, you got, th- you got three out of five. <laughs> um, well, I've I've <laughs> forgotten most things about Wimbledon twenty twenty one. I'll be honest. I think Pat might still be on Lost. Here we go. Yeah, I can't believe it. Joe, question one. Yeah, who went into Wimbledon as the women's number one? Uh, the women's number one was Ashley Barty, no? There we go, yeah. Okay. Number two, who, what was the name of the defending women's champion who had to withdraw due to injury? 
do, 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 do. Oh, God, who was it? Uh, Muguruza? Simona Halep. Halep! Halep. Halep! Oh, come what on. What nationality was the winners lost. of the men's doubles? The men's doubles were... Was it... Wait, was it... Were they both the same nationality? Yes. British? No. Did, did Skubski not win it? No, Croatia. Croatia. Oh, Mardi Gras. It's a tie! At least! <laughs> well, so far. At least. Um, who did Novak Djokovic defeat in the final? That was a question last time. It was Berrettini. Oh, right, fair enough. <laughs> uh, name the three British men who exited at round three. The three British men who exited at round three would have been Andrew Muzz. Yes. Dan Evans. Yes. And, oh, what was his flunking name? What is his for? Jack Draper? Cameron Norrie. Norrie! Cameron Norrie! Of course it's Cameron Norrie, you thick man. You thick man go to sleep. Oh, I'm going to give you a half point for that. That uh, so meaningless. Two and a half points. Meaningless. <laughs> Stupid wow. idiot. Boy. I thought. I can't I thought believe no... we're still <clears throat> talking about lost. <laughs> I thought. I thought he wouldn't get the director. I, I'd, I'd think you wouldn't get the million, the twenty-three million four hundred thirty-nine. That was close, though. Yeah, I thought you. There's. I. Yeah, I thought you might I'm... get the first question. And I'm furious at myself. I'm furious at myself for not getting Nori or Halep. That's very sad for me. I remember Jack Bender because... Mm. Do you remember that episode of um, Game of Thrones where you found out how um, Hodor became Hodor? Yes. Mm. They were like, we need someone who's directed these kinds of stories taking place in several times before. And they brought in... It was the first episode of... Game of Thrones that Jack Bender directed. They like they specifically got oh. him because of his work on Lost. Oh, cool! That's how I remember him. Yeah, and where did you get Lloyd Braun from? Just... I remember Lloyd Braun you... um, because there is a character in Seinfeld called Lloyd Braun. Called Lloyd Braun. So Lloyd when I heard Braun. the backstory of how the pilot got commissioned, that name stuck with me. Right, but but you don't remember hearing him be the voice of the. Previously on Lost. <clears throat> I did remember hearing once that it was him, um, but I couldn't remember if it was him or one of the exec producers, like one of the main writers on the show. But yeah, I, unbelievable. I it was him. <laughs> Even if he doesn't know the answer, his subconscious will. <laughs> Just hit him. I'll get there. <laughs> That's exciting. Right. Okay, guys. Snitch it. So, guys, we all know that we, we do. all know that football did not come home. No, it didn't. It went to Rome. Letters from Rome. Uh, the, the, no. Rome is the setting of, of a movie called Letters to Juliet, starring um, the one from Mean Girls. I can't remember her name. There was Lacey Tubert, there was Rachel McAdams, and the other one, who was in Mamma Mia. What's her name? <laughs> Well, she's um, in Mamma Mia. Amanda Seyfried. Amanda Seyfried. <coughs> uh, Seyfried. Seyfried. If you want to see fried food, you would go to a KFC. <laughs> <laughs> You're back. Tom, you've gone back to sea. <laughs> KFC. 
sea is featured in the movie Mamma Mia, where they look out to sea and she sings, I have a dream, Amanda Seyfried. <laughs> I want to break free. Yeah. Uh, it was a hit from the band Queen yep. with Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Yep. Mercury is a planet. Yes. When I went to see Mamma Mia at the cinema, I planned it. <laughs> <laughs> I planned to see it, but I've not seen Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again yet. <laughs> Benny and the Jets is a song by Elton John, who performed at Live Aid with Freddie Mercury mm. okay. and the band Queen. Oh, I see. Right, back God we are. Save the Queen yes. is the English national anthem, British. which was sung among other things, by the England team before the uh, games. Among what Euro, other things? Euro 2000. They sung Sweet Caroline at the end of the game. Yeah, there you go. There you go. But how many England internationals has there been up to the 14th of November 2019? I cannot believe that question didn't end in an E sound for the amount of time you spent on that. <laughs> Has nothing to do with C at all. Up, up until right. the end of when? Uh, 2000, 14th of November 2019. How many capped England internationals are there by oh. the English Football Association? Well, there you go. 19. <laughs> there you 2019. Go. Um, um, I, I'm not sure I understand the question. <laughs> How many, so, how many individual since, international games have there been not not no, friendly? No, how no, many no. players? How many have individual been, have players, players, players have played for England? Yeah. So how many people have been called up for the England squad? Because uh, haven't they just started? Well, it would be a, it would be it would be so much easier because I, I believe they've just started giving players numbers, as in like like the like the cricket team does. Yeah. So you get your own. Like, you know, cricketers have, like, 513 or whatever written on their shirt. Um, yeah, you would. You would. You would if you, were the, uh, if you oh, came okay. after the 512th, yeah, you would have. Tom, how long, is, for how long have Eng- England been playing football? Since... When did we start playing Scotland? You should know that year. Uh, it was a long time ago. I'll yeah. give you that. What were you saying? 18? Uh, right, I'm just going to have a little look at this... I've got a number, but oh, yeah. <clears throat> um, it, it, right. So, are we guessing the number that you think is correct, or the actual? No, there's a number one? that's correct, but that's only up to 2019. So that's fine. Oh, this that's is fine. this is English national players with at least ten caps. I don't want that. I'm going to stick to this number from 2019. Yes, please, please do. Um, all right, I've got my guess. Right, hang on, hang Pat, on. You got on. a guess? Hang on, I, I will. I will shortly. Um, I don't know why I'm trying to work it out. I'm trying to apply some reason to it. I know I'm going to be miles away. Um, so if we say it's, if we say it's, uh... and when when did it start? Eighteen. I'm at a guess. I think it was the end. Yeah, the end of the the eighteen hundreds when we would have started playing against Scotland. Okay, I think. so let's just say let's just say twenty. I mean, I've applied very little. <coughs> okay, to... okay. I've got, I've got something. Two sex. I've right. lost where it's I've gone. written mine down. Do you want to say yours, Pat? 70. 70 do you want to just have 70... another go? Do you have another go? Is that not... 
Pat, that's my, that might be right. In, maybe in our lifetime, there's been 70 England players. Well, so More uh, than that. Well, there's no point me changing. my That's my answer. Change it. Just change it. Add another zero to it. Really? Yeah. Um... Just think, like, we took, Eight, tw- we took 23 players. and 12. Right, I like that. I like that guess. There's, there's Joe's guess. 618. <laughs> Pat wins. I did think it would go over 1,000, you know, but then... Right. So where, where did I go wrong? Because I was thinking... Obviously, I didn't because I won. But... Um... I was thinking, so what have you got? You've got 11 on a team. Yeah. yeah. And then some subs. Just a... Yeah. So let's say around, around 15, and there's international tournaments every two years. But some of those will carry over. So I was thinking yes. around... Also there's, fri- also there's friendlies as well. Oh, so yeah. it, is fr- it is friendlies as well. Um, yeah. So I was thinking also it was around of... 20 players every two years. So that's... That's, uh, a, that's an interesting way of... I mean, there's still. So over the course you know. of the over the course of the 1900s. Oh, I was I was going okay. So that was every, so that was 50 years, but I didn't put the zero on the end. So I should have yeah. I, that was just bad maths. So it wasn't yeah. seven. It wasn't 70. It should have been 700. That should have been my answer. Okay, so and you still would have won. With and you still would have won. You still would have won. So okay. there you go. So you did you did it right. But uh, <laughs> yeah, my my. My uh, <laughs> my uh, my heart hurts. <laughs> uh, thank you so so much for listening, guys. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at ATTAPod, or you can via email ATTAPod ATTAPod at yep. gmail dot com. Joe's yes. remember the password. Um, <laughs> anything you two would like to add? I've got a feeling that when me and Jack were rewatching Lost, I told him that it was Lloyd Braun. Who said, who said previously on Lost? I've got a feeling I was telling that story about a month ago. I'll check with him. Um, uh, just get, uh, good to have you back, Tom. Good to yes, have you thank back. Thank you. Good to be back. Good to see your face. Well, I probably won't be here next weekend. I'm 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 on holiday. Oh, I forgot. I'll be in oh, Tom, we didn't actually we didn't talk about uh, we saw each other in the week. Just so the listeners know, we saw each other face to face. We played tennis. It was Abs- absolutely <laughs> thrashed it, thrashed him, thrashed yeah, him. Thrashed him. I tell you what, the the more it went on, the better I got, and I could yeah, see the fear in his eyes. Yeah, I started, I started, started getting the yips. There was fear, there was sadness, all mixed in. I was look, I was I was five one up. I was serving serving for the set, and then yeah. pulled it back to four, and then he won six four. Oh, but uh, yeah, no, I I do like tennis, but I just it's just far too infrequent in my life so i could never actually get very good at it sure sure i'd, I'd like to get into squash Olympic. oh yeah yeah just just a little bit though just just orange, orange. orange. yeah, some yeah orange, that's some lovely. That's lovely. we'll do that again <laughs> soon I'll, soon i will be making you a squash and we'll be sitting yeah. down together to record a podcast in the same room not too soon though yeah, that's not that's good. Let's not be mad. But uh, <laughs> cool. All that to be said is uh, my name is Tom Toll. My name is Patrick Holland, and I am Joe Power. This has been after all this time. Always. Bye, guys.
Do you I think? Don't, I don't even because everyone ping... everyone keeps saying pingdemic. Do you think people would be less sick of the pings if Pingu popped up on the app <laughs> if you got pinged? Ping you. Oh my god. That would be, yeah. be so fun. Just the streets filling with those noises. No no actual ping. <laughs> but, but you hear it coming like a swarm of bees. And you're like, COVID! 